I've said this idea in the past, and, uh, but it really bears repeating because the message is very, very important. Ki You see the chamor, the donkey of your of your enemy, soinacha, who's roivitz tachas masay that's struggling underneath its burden, right? Would you refrain chadalt mazav loy? Would you would you not help him? Azav tazav imoy. For sure, you shall surely repeatedly help him. Azav tazav imoy. A lesson of emphasis. The pasuk tells us that's your soinacha. It's the person that you absolutely hate. It's your it's somebody that you despise. The Gemara asks, how is it possible to despise somebody? Doesn't the Pasuk say, doesn't the Pasuk say that uh, you shall not hate your fellow in your heart? So Mark explains it's referring to obviously a Jew who is a sinner who refuses to do tshuva and after repeated times of telling him not to do tshuva, they refuse. So it's such a person that according to Halacha, you are allowed to hate. So this is a person that you absolutely hate, you despise them. And yet, despite the fact that we have the principle of despising the person, our principle of despising this person should only extend to the extent of how far it needs to be. But if you see the chamor, if you see the donkey suffering, if you see the collateral damage around it, don't let your hate extend further. Don't let it become tunnel vision to such an extent that you don't see the pain of the animal or that, it, yes, even belongs to this Russia, this person that you despise. So often we make principles so, so important that we then actually cover everything else. We refuse to see everything else. It's so important to have a very balanced perspective. Now, the next pasuk, literally the very next pasuk, speaking to a ju- to a judge, he shall mishpat. He shall not pervert justice to bend justice against who if for the destitute person in his grievance. What's a destitute person? Obviously, we're coming up to Purim. It's matanas um, It's referring obviously to someone who is very very poor. And yet, as a judge, despite the fact that a poor person comes into the base, in, it comes into the bezdin, and will be totally ruined if he has to pay this rich person. Forget even a rich person; anybody who's on the opposite side doesn't have to pay out of pocket to pay what he owes. It's going to destroy him. He's going to be financially destitute. So, as a judge, isn't it justice for you to bend it in a way to at least make it that it's it's not so hard for the for the ani? Bend it, bend it in a little bit. It's going to kill him. That, that, but that's not justice. That's called perversion of justice. Because as much as the Torah says we need to take into account that we have a principle, but also don't let your principle to such a far extent that you don't see the outer surroundings, the outer people around it. But yet when it comes to judgment, when it comes to law, when it comes to fair equality above the law and and below the law, that applies to everyone, that it's so important that chas v'shalom to take into account anything else other than the facts of the case. But it has to have that balance. Seeing everything, but not seeing things. And it depends on the situation and the times that that you find yourself in. So many opportunities that we have where we refuse to see past our principle, past our nose. And there's sometimes where we see everything else and we forget the principle. And we have to know how to apply it. Sometimes a principle, yes, even in the face of other things. And we're not, there's a lot of Makaris and Chazam that prove this exact point. We're not, there's literally no time for that. But you should have a wonderful, wonderful Shabbat.